0: Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karen Weary.
1: You have indeed tuned into to Shift Happens. I am so glad that you're here with us today because we are going to talk about something very important, money. How many people out there may or may not have just a few issues when it comes to money, maybe one or two out there, I know that I have certainly gone through my own issues with money from you know mini- making minimum wage, working for nonprofits, feeling unappreciated, underpaid, stuck, left with no options, scared, and oh, how about absolutely terrified when my son was going through some things when he was a toddler, and I decided that I needed to go ahead and quit my job to give all of my attention to him, which he needed at the time. And somehow or other, we had to then live off of one income that did not cover all of the expenses and somehow had to magic up a new way of creating an income. Well, that's when I came across Robert Kiyosaki's training when they came to Daytona Beach, and they all recommended joining our local RIA, Real Estate Association, which uh, um, is where I met financial guru and master of transaction engineering, Augie Bylet, who is creative of Creating Wealth in USA. Now, this training to me was literally like stepping into an alternative uh, reality, where I learn things about money and how you can be creative legally and essentially magic up a business, a stream of income in real estate, and truly create win-win negotiations that benefit everyone involved. Now, I say magic up because I'm just fascinated with seeing how the world works, and that's just, you know… Call it whatever you want, Law of Attraction, Quantum Physics, those are some of my personal favorites, but it basically, I just see life as this beautiful, magical process. Now, Augie, you and I, we actually met 10 years ago, imagine that, so happy yeah. anniversary.
2: Happy anniversary, Colin, <laughs> uh, it's, great, it's great to, you know, 10 years later and see what happens.
1: I you know? know, you just never know. now, Augie, you, you, after 10 years, you build a highly profitable fix-and-flip business doing 25 to 30 renovation projects a year. That's a lot. <laughs> you have, having a healthy rental portfolio, a private lending business, and a trust company, um, you have been become known as Master of Financial Transformation, and um, you merged with proven wisdom about building and implementing an effective real estate investment strategy from the ground up. And now uh, you're sharing that wisdom to help shorten the learning curve for real estate investors. Um, Augie, he helps investors all over the nation create their own financial freedom blueprint and create wealth through real estate.
2: Yeah, that's quite a mouthful and it sounds like it might take 10 years to get through it. But it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, you're you talking about money, and, I, and I, I loved your term magic up, mm. and I might actually borrow that, because shift does happen, shift happens, it was actually the theme that we used um, at one of our, we do large training events twice a year, we do one in May, one in October,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that was actually the, you know, so we always have a theme for what we want to focus, and that was really about the mental game, Yep. Because all of our success is already built in and we spend years and years from the time, you know, it, it, I read an, an article the other day and it was saying that one of the, the measurements for genius, when two-year-olds are tested, 90% of them in that one element, which I think is imagination and creativity, mm. test at the genius level. Wow. <laughs> By the time they're five years old, or maybe it was seven. They tested about seventy percent. Mm-hmm. By the time we were in high school, we're down to somewhere around twenty percent. And when we hit, you know, we've gotten out of college, we're yeah. probably somewhere at the two percent range. Yeah, it's kind of fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it speaks to the way we've been created. So we all have it within us. We kind of bury it, and then part of my job is, is to. Peel back like I'm peeling an onion. feel back those layers, or like you know, glaucoma. You know, it's a frosting over the eye, and as you as you remove it, you mm. get to see clarity. Yeah, and it's the same thing with our relationships with money. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, because I've been teaching for so long and working with people in, in a coaching relationship, I've been able to see how you know different people's perspectives on money have evolved, mm-hmm. have devolved, <laughs> and have to re-evolve. Yes. So it's really kind of interesting, so I'm really thrilled to be here today.
1: Yes, I am so thrilled to have you. And my other financial guru, because I am so blessed to have two of you guys here, uh, is Josh Zepes. Uh And you have previously been on the show and where we spoke about uh, Josh's movement, Broke is No Joke. And I just love that whole, the term, it's so spot on. <laughs> and I love the movement uh, because what Josh does is he teaches Preteens, teens, and their parents, if they're willing to hear and learn and listen, the real truth about money. What Josh also does is help people who feel stuck in corporate America, and maybe they're not completely happy with how with the life that that provides them, and they want to they want more. So he has a program that helps them discover how to monetize what they're passionate about. So welcome back,
4: Josh. Thank you, Karen. Very happy to be here.
1: <laughs> yes. You, you want to talk a little bit about uh, that program and, and how you came up with that program?
4: Sure. Yeah. And first, let me say, Augie is, is dead on. He is yeah. exactly right when it comes to money. Um, you know, one of the things I hear a lot is, uh, I hear a lot of people come up and say, well, I got a money problem. Everyone seems like they have a money problem. And I have to remind them that, look, nobody has a money problem. That's going to sound weird, it's going to sound a little controversial, but uh, no one has an actual money problem. It's like saying, I have a problem with too much body fat. Well, body fat's not the issue, right? It's just it's the result of what we're doing as far as lifestyle and eating and exercise. So money's very much the same way. Money really is a mindset, and that's why I love what Augie said, that it's, it's absolutely a mindset, and money that we have is the effect of how we think and what we do. Mm-hmm. So myself coming from corporate America, I escaped out of that um, and I had to change my mindset. I had to change my view of money. Uh, I'm not going to get into all of this, but a lot of us are brought up with a very poor money mindset and we think money is scarce. We're not meant to have any. Um, I was always told money doesn't grow in trees. That was one thing my parents said constantly,
3: mm-hmm.
4: which obviously does not put you in the right mindset for appreciating money and wanting to make more. So Uh, I'm basically starting a movement to kind of like the wake up call, teach people, get them thinking in a different way about money and freedom in general. Actually, I just want to see people have a lot more freedom than they currently have. And, uh, I was able to do it and I want to, and it's, I'm blessed to be in this position and now I want to be a blessing unto others.
3: Mm.
2: That's great. I I love this. I love you using the word movement. I, I too, my mission is to raise up 10,000 investors that can donate $100 a week to the charity of their choice. Wow. Wonderful. Because over the next 20 years, that'll gift a billion dollars that might not have otherwise been given.
1: Wow. So you well, it
2: could change one or two lives, but it changes every life that starts giving because we shift from scarcity to abundance. Exactly correct. No, life is the not a zero-sum game. The is, yep. I say the worst way to help
4: the poor is become one yourself. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> We've got to be able to take money and then we give it away and we can do great things in our community. I'm I'm all aboard with you. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons we started a trust company is because nobody
2: sues poor people. <laughs> so we want to help people <laughs> accumulate, but also to protect and preserve, you know, what what they've been able to achieve so that they can use it, hopefully for good purpose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and Money is a little bit like alcohol. Whatever it is that you put in you is going to come out, you know? So if you're an angry person and you put alcohol in you, then you're going to be an angry, an angry drunk. (laughs) Same thing with money. You know, if you are someone who is uh, not um, someone who thinks uh, well of other people and you just want to think about and focus on yourself, then that's how that you're going to show up when you have money. Um, it definitely gives you a lot of freedom, and the other piece that's big is when um, when you don't have money, you get into you go into survival mode because uh, unfortunately, it does take money. We have to have money to cover certain very important expenses, and when you are in survival mode, uh, your your stress hormones have taken over. Most of your brain that's higher level thinking is just tossed out of the window. And you can only think in linear ways. You can't think outside of the box. So we have to get out of that, you know, fight or flight mode, in order to start thinking creatively. And that's what both of you guys. That's why one I, I invited both of you to be on here because you're both masters at thinking outside of the box, thinking creatively, coming up with other ways of doing things, solving problem solving. Yeah. And so, uh, Augie, you have uh, the financial freedom formula. I love that.
2: (laughs) Well, it it consists of two things, really. It consists of something that we've branded the wealth system, W-E-A-L-T-H. And it's an acronym. It stands for, you know, where are the opportunities? And the interesting thing is we apply it to the idea of real estate, But it's really applicable across a whole stream of, you know, pretty much all areas of our life. Where do opportunities exist? They exist everywhere. Every conversation is an opportunity to ask somebody what's important to them. And if you can help them achieve what's important to them, they might just simply reciprocate and help you achieve what's important to you. It's got nothing to do with whether or not you buy or sell something to them or them to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Granted, we all have products and services that we sell and that we market and promote. But it starts out recognizing that there are opportunities in many places you would not suspect. Yeah. You know, the E is about exploring people's motivation. Mm -hmm. And when we can explore that motivation, it's going to give us an idea of what will actually help them. Because we all know that we've got two things in life. We have wants and we have needs. And our wants and needs are not always consistent with one another. Right. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that want things that are not really good for them. <laughs> okay, I want that next drink. Yeah. <laughs> and when you get to the point where you say, I need that next drink, that's a big shift. Yeah. And that's not a shift in a positive direction. No. You know? Definitely. A is doing some analysis. It's looking at the opportunities that are out there and making some choices. Then the L stands for laying out a plan or a series of options. Mm-hmm. The, you know, T is teaming up. To implement the solution Hmm. the H is having an exit strategy you know and teaming up for a solution people should not be alone in this and we were not created to be hermits right you know we are social beings and especially in the area of money that's one of those places and I'm sure you can remember when you know, we first started working together, the people in, in our group, how many people were afraid to ask somebody selling a house, how much do you owe?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because
2: one of the things we need to know is how much somebody owes, because if we make them an offer that's not going to be enough to cover the mortgage payoff, mm-hmm. and we're wasting our time, especially if they accept our offer, because yeah. it's not going to work. But it also opens us up to making other kinds of offers that can help a seller get out of a difficult situation. Yeah. And yet, because… Like so many others, I was raised, I'm the oldest of six kids, my dad worked three jobs until he was 45,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and mine was the first generation to go beyond high school. Yeah. So he got out of high school, went into the army, and then went to work, and ended up with six kids. Wow. <laughs> we never, ever talked about money. Uh-huh. It was tab- and my grandparents were worse because they lived through the Depression, Oh, gosh. And so the only people that had money were crooks. (laughs) (laughs) It's evil. Money is evil. Talk about growing up with a warped sense of of money and money conversation, money discussions. And to me, money is nothing more than a tool. Yeah. You can buy it. You can rent it. You can create it. And, you know, your, your magic up. I love it because I used to tell people, I create money out of thin air. (laughs) because I use something called intellectual capital rather than physical dollars yeah. because I can create value with my mind and exchange that value for a source of income
1: Yeah, I love this we are going to take just a short break Uh, we're just getting into some really juicy good stuff using our brain and our intellect to create value that will produce income oh my gosh (laughs) so you're going to have to hang in there we'll be right back
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more.
4: Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health,
5: Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel.
0: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to KarinW at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens.
1: And we are back with my two financial gurus, Auggie Bailat and John Zeppis, who are here to talk about truly creating a life that you really would want to leave live, and be creating that through financial freedom. Because we do need to have money to live, and by having money, we can do so much. We can we can make this world a better place. And uh, so just before you went to break before, Augie was talking a little bit about the, the money mindset that he grew up with that basically was, we don't talk about money, which was how I grew up too. the, the uh, money was not spoken about. And uh, all I ever heard was everything is expensive. And then when I go check on the price, it was usually half of what my mother would have said that it was. <laughs> so, so, so that's, it's what you go about in the world, and this is the other reason why, as Augie was talking about at the imagination, where where it was when they measured that on two year olds, it was at you know a genius level, and by the time we're an adult, it's at what two to ten percent or something like that. Right, much
2: much lower percentage. It, it gets washed out of us.
1: Yeah, totally. Life just beats us upside the head, and
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, so, we're all taught to conform. Yes. And the problem is when you follow the crowd, you kind of get what the crowd gets. hmm And, you know, the term average, you know, I once was teaching a, a workshop, and I just kind of broke it into two words, "ave," which is Latin for, you know, hail or, or yell, and rage, mm. you know, wow. because you're really... Average puts you in a point of desperation. I don't care what anybody says yeah. because nobody helps the average guy. You've got to help yourself. You know, there's tax breaks and all sorts of opportunities for the rich and there's all sorts of programs to assist the poor. But it's the people in the middle that really do get squished and the middle class, which is kind of I grew up in, I think what you might call lower middle class, um, and it was only from an economic perspective. I mean, we lived in a decent area, and we just didn't have a lot of extra. There was kind of no extra. Mm-hmm. But we had school, good schools and that kind of stuff. But when you're in that middle place, you've got to go somewhere. And you, you want to aspire up. And everything that's in that average area is really holding you back, kind of like crabs in the bucket. You know, you yeah. try to climb out, and the crabs will pull you back in. And so you have to really work on your mindset to determine what's important. Yeah, and it, and it starts to help you to reprioritize.
3: hmm
1: And Josh, I, I loved Aki how you talked about we are taught how to conform, and that's what I one of the things I really love about your program, uh, Josh, because you you target the kids, which is where when the mind is still we haven't been completely buried under uh, under all of the conformity and all the negativity.
4: Yeah. I like, I, in fact, I use a different word. I call it conditioning. If you ever know, Mm Pavlov's dog classical conditioning. Uh, I think I I agree with Augie. We're born for success. We're born in my opinion, with every single tool we need to succeed. We're competitive. We have a sense of urgency. We don't give a darn what people think about us. Um, We're creative. We have everything that if we, if we put a list together of all the characteristics of a winner, As adults today, we actually have all those characteristics when we were born, Mm -hmm. but little by little, it's kind of hammered out of us. It's kind of pummeled out of us. Don't run so fast. Stop asking questions. Stand in line. Stay color within the lines. Follow the rules. Follow the rules, right? (laughs) Whose rules are those, by the way? Who wrote the rules? (laughs) That's That's my first question. Okay, I'll follow the rules, but whose rules are these? Are these going to help me win in life, or am I helping someone else win in life? Uh, so yeah, it's basically what I do. I'm an unbroker. I, I pretty much unwrite those rules for people. I help them. I take the I take, I pull the person they were meant to become out of the person they have become. That's essentially mm-hmm. what I do. And I do have a focus on teens and tweens. I have a focus on adults. Entrepreneurs have the same issues and same mm-hmm. challenges. Uh, <clears throat> but we pretty much have to rewrite our own script. Uh, imagine you're, imagine you're, you're in a movie, like your entire life is a movie. Are you the main character or are you one of the extras? Mm. Who's writing the script? Who's who's actually controlling this? And, and if you wrote the book of your life at the end of the day, you know, Augie talked about edge strategy. If someone wrote a book about your life, is it going to be a bestseller or is it going to be one of those, you know, back of the case at Goodwill, you know, on sale? What's What are we doing with what we have? And money is a huge part of that, right? Money opens up the doors. Money is a tool that opens opportunity. And gives us a chance to become the person we were supposed to become. And mm-hmm. without money, we're, we're stressed. We're not the same person. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the challenge that we're up against. And uh, I'm just I'm going to spend the rest of my life where I know, uh, Augie as well, we're going to spend the rest of our lives probably going after this and, and being that wake-up call and trying to wake people up and, and pull them out of the muck and the mire and remind them that they're actually diamonds. They actually have what it takes. We just have to forget all the crap we were told. Yeah, I mean, you know, people need to hear the message. It doesn't have to be this way. Exactly. I believe too many people we live above our means and below our potential. And not only can does it not have to be that way, but it can't stay that way. That's unsustainable. Mm -hmm. Eventually, that's going to hurt us all. Yeah, Yeah. wealth is a pretty easy concept to achieve
2: when you you have to get it up here first, though. That's right. Uh, There's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. I think you know people. want to have just a financial number and the funny thing is whatever number you achieve it will eventually become irrelevant hmm. you know i want to raise a billion dollars but if you look at people who were millionaires in the last century some of them today would be effectively billionaires so the numbers are almost irrelevant but it's the attitude it's knowing that if i lost everything tomorrow within six months i'd be up and running I would be producing. There are ways that, you know, we can choose to live. But, you know, the idea is just having the right mindset, you know, around money, around finance, around life, that there is more than enough. We just have to find out where it is and be willing to continue looking for it, continuing to grow. We are, you know, I have signs that I put up at at all of our seminars with all these quotes and beliefs that I possess. And one is you are your most valuable investment. If you're not investing in yourself then how are you going to get a return? Mm -hmm. No investment creates no return. Life is an investment game. And it's not just investing money, but it's investing in how we create value. Mm -hmm. You know, people, I've been interviewing interns and uh, for one of our businesses. And what's been so interesting is I ask, what value do you bring to the party here? (laughs) And there's a serious disconnect Because why would I hire you and pay you if you can't produce more value in that exchange than you cost? Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Well, I should just get the job because, you know, I don't know. You know, that's the answer. And that's kind of tragic, you know, that these people are involved in secondary education and not coming out with any more understanding that we are in a value-driven world. And value isn't always financial. Mm-hmm. Being a good friend, being a good parent, I mean, those are all amazing value propositions yeah. that we get to deliver. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm watching a lot of young moms that are creating these money groups, and then they're going online and creating a blog, and then they're endorsing a product, and all of a sudden they've created this little income stream.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that little income stream might take care of itself for a long time, and then they do something else, creating another income stream.
3: Hmm. And I'm a big believer that if you
2: have one job and one paycheck, you are screwed.
3: Yeah.
2: Multiple income streams is the way to go through life. What got me out of the corporate rat race was real estate. I did it on the side for a number of years. I've had lots of students do that. And I was able to simply make the transition from a corporate paycheck where I was dependent on the company to having produced something that would create income streams for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So that I would be insulated from inflation, market shifts, those kinds of things. And as I pay down, you know, the debt on the properties, once they're free and clear, the only way I could ever lose those investments would by not be not paying the taxes. Hmm. And, you know, it's not necessarily something pe- people can do overnight, but when you have it in your mind, and, and as Josh said, you know, thinking about what's our exit strategy. Yeah, Mine was to create income streams that would last for my lifetime and beyond. Yeah. So that could be part of my
4: legacy.
3: Yeah.
4: And uh, what's interesting is um, people have residual bills,
2: but they don't have residual income. For, yeah, yeah, we keep it, right?
3: <laughs> we can't control how we grow our income if we work
2: for somebody else, but we can certainly lose control of our expenses.
1: Yeah. That's for sure. And and I love this whole concept of creating residual income. So let's talk a little bit more about that when we come back after this break.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Tune in to the Wellness Connection for the latest and most comprehensive information about health and wellness topics, from natural health and green living to regulation, political views, and legislation. Each week, hosts Peter McCarthy and Rodia Gleese interview renowned experts who will answer questions and provide the keys to your better health and better life. Listen for the Wellness Connection live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to KarinW at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens.
1: We are making lots of shifts happening today, including a lot of really fun bonding about money and financial freedom, as I have two money mindset specialists, Auggie Bylet and Josh And we were talking about during the break about comfort zones and making those changes happen. And what are some of the things that keep people stuck in that space that they're in, which is fear.
2: The F word.
1: No, (laughs) (laughs) for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We are so scared of so many things. And even if where we are is extremely uncomfortable and we don't like it and we complain about it, we still stay there because at least we know what we got, right?
2: Well, they call that secondary gain. (laughs) <laughs> the pain of staying where I am isn't as bad as the fear of risking, you know, taking action. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I talk about this thing in, in our group called taking it. It's the T principle. Okay. It's about taking effective action, not just taking action, right. but thinking about the action. Is what I'm doing serving me? Is it taking me closer to my goals? Is it bringing my goals closer to me? Yeah. Is it bringing the kinds of change about that are going to help me move to the next chapter of my life in a positive way.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, So, Josh, what are some of the things that you do to help people get out of that? If have
2: your head down. There he is. There he is. You're back. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You can turn left and go two blocks, or you could go circumnavigate the globe by turning right, which is the worst So that, That was the end of the story, so I'm not sure where it broke.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean,
4: good.
2: I think we got most of it there. But yes. No, I I think what I think that
4: there's a facade here. You know, we talk about the comfort zone and fear of change, but the comfort zone is temporary. The comfort zone, you cannot stay there, believe it or not. Um, I So I have a lot of people that come to me and they say, Josh, isn't getting wealthy hard? Isn't building a business hard? Isn't entrepreneurship hard? Isn't it risky? Isn't it diff-? Yeah, it's hard. It's really freaking hard. But you know what else is hard? Being poverty, being in poverty, being broke, struggling, busting your butt for 50 years to make someone else wealthy and have nothing to show for it. Look, it's all hard. It's okay. So why most while most people fear change and they fear all the, 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 the problems that come along with success, I fear being broke. That's what I fear. I fear not having control over my life. So look, either way, life is going to be hard. The only question is, what are you getting for it? What are we going to get in return? So I I, I like to see people get out of that mindset of, well, I'm comfortable. No, comfort is temporary. I promise the price will be paid one day, right? There's going to come a day when you can't work or you don't want to work or life happens, right? We talk about shift happening, right? Shift always happens and it usually happens when you least expect it. So it's better to be prepared for it and be in control than to just let it happen to you because that's not a good place to be. I've seen that happen too often.
1: One of the analogies that I love to share with people that I work with is the whole, um, would you like to have a $3 million today or would you like a penny that will compound and double every day for 30 days?
4: My, my grandfather yeah. told me that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The
1: penny. It's, it's yeah. the beautiful, um, It's the, and then there's the book, The Compound Effect, which I also yeah. recommend to everybody, which we- we always, uh, you know, think about the compound effect when it comes to money, but here he's applied that same concept to behaviors, and that's exactly what every successful life requires: is taking a few uh, actions, but doing them consistently, persistently, every day, on and on and on and on, and at. When you because, and it takes a while for this to germinate and to grow. We were talking about seeds and how you know you toss the seeds out, they go underground. We have no idea what's going on in, under the ground with those little seeds until all of a sudden we see this little green sprig coming out. And it's exactly the same that happens with us the biggest growth comes right when most people they give up.
2: <laughs> well, that's the, the old book, Three, Three Feet from Gold. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know we've all heard that story, and you know the big thing that I found, and it ties back to where you started this segment on fear, mm. is our fears are based on limiting beliefs nine times out of ten. For sure, and, you know we've all heard the you know the acronym false evidence appearing real, and we have to replace those limiting beliefs with new and empowering beliefs. But that can't happen. Until we get in a a mindset of being willing to suspend our disbelief (laughs) that other things are possible, other outcomes are possible.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, I've done a number of folks in in my program and through the years, we've had a lot of tremendous success stories. People who literally went from a $60,000 job to a million dollar in assets and a half a million dollar business in five or six years.
1: Mm, Wow.
2: Now, they weren't the same person after five or six years as the person that started. And they didn't also do that in one step. They evolved and we're constantly evolving. You know, I I love the idea that we are always in the state of becoming. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you have to ask yourself, am I becoming the best that I can be? Or am I devolving? Mm -hmm. Am I becoming less than I was yesterday? Because if that's the case... We're never going to get to a, a viable exit in this lifetime. Yeah. I and mean, working until 90 does not seem to me like the ideal plan. Unless you're working <laughs> right At least not having to, yeah. Right. Yeah. But wanting to and having to are very different things.
1: Very different, right. Yes. Yes. And, you know, and that's such a beautiful thing, that whole uh, part of we're always evolving that you brought up, Augie. I love that. And and the part when, when you are involved in that process yourself, because here's the thing, we cannot change anything else. We cannot change other people. We can't change. The only thing we have control over is ourself, and we can decide if we want to continue to be in this reactive state where we feel that we are victims and things are done to us, or if we want to go ahead and get grounded, get centered, get calm so we can use our brain, and what we really need to do is, along that helps with all the concepts that Josh and, and Augie were talking about, letting go of those limiting beliefs, we need to plug in to a whole other group of people, we need to uh, control what information we're, we're plugging into our brain. What are we listening to? What are we watching? Because we're literally having to reprogram our brain for that mindset shift to happen. And that's what you provide, Augie, in your groups and, and Josh, in, in your programs and all of your programs is another place to go where all of a sudden... What seemed impossible is now possible. This is what we're doing. Other people are doing it, have done it, are working on getting there. And that creates more motivation and, and the possibility that it can happen. It can happen to me, too, because we have to break through that and, and start to believe it ourselves.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a funny thing, and I'm sure Josh experiences it, too. When we're coaching others, you know, I find that in the early stages – I tend to have way more belief in my client than they do. Yeah. And, and I share with them that my greatest wish, my greatest hope for you is that you will be able to achieve the same confidence level in yourself as I have.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Because when you see what I see, you'll be blown away. Yeah, <laughs> And when they get there, it's, Almost every time, it, it's an amazing transformation. And I feel so honored and privileged to do the work that I do to be able to help participate in people's transformation.
1: Mm. Yes, yeah, seeing people grow and blossom right in front of your eyes. It's the most beautiful thing to experience and witness and be a part of. Yes. Yeah, yeah, my wife raises butterflies,
3: mm.
2: especially wow. monops, because they're an, an endangered species. Yeah, And to watch them go from this Little white egg that's I can I can hardly see them without a magnifying glass. Yeah, yeah. kind of little wormy thing to this hairy, fuzzy, not too attractive thing, into this thing that becomes you know a cocoon for all intents and purposes, the chrysalis, and to see what emerges
3: mm.
2: is amazing. And emerging from that chrysalis is an incredibly painful process. Mm. Because of the amount of work that has to be done. And then even when the butterfly emerges emerges, they have to dry their wings and you know get the blood circulating and all this and they have to work hard, but they become this amazing thing. And it's the perfect study of a human being. Mm-hmm. Because we're born, we're not capable, we grow, you know, we go through processes, and at some point in life we end up in this chrysalis, and we're kind of in that as we continue to evolve. But once we make that break, that transition into a transformed way of thinking, we can never go back.
3: Mm
2: -mm. And life becomes not survival, but thriving. You know, we're not here to survive. We're here to thrive. And when people make that transition, it changes everything. It changes how we see ourselves. It changes how the world sees us. And it impacts our response to everything around us. And then we start to think, hey, everything is responding differently to me. Yeah. (laughs) No, they're not responding any differently. We're just, our perception has changed. And we go from that scarcity to abundance. We go from selfish to selfless. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from worrying about me to worrying about things that are way bigger than me. Mm -hmm. You know, I read the other day that if our goals don't scare us, they are too small.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful thing.
2: You know, it's a, it was an interesting book. Uh, in a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day.
1: <laughs>
2: it's the name of the book. Oh, wow. And it's kind of fascinating. And, yeah. Uh, it's written by Mark Batterson. And it really, it's spiritually based, but the, the amazing information that's in the book is really powerful and it can help people start to think differently and see where we kind of fit in this whole cosmos and it's it's
1: yeah so my question to you guys out there do your goals scare you let's think about yeah. that <laughs> uh, we'll be right back after these couple of messages Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
0: Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more.
5: Everything is energy. It's all connected. Your energy can be seen as the foundation for your life and impacts all areas of living. Do you realize that your thoughts have the power to affect how you show up? Tune in for Healthy Energy with Margot, featuring host Margo Nielsen. Margot and her guests will show you that connecting to your energy is vital to your health, relationships, money, and more. Listen live every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
0: are listening to Shift Happens with Karen Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens.
1: And I am absolutely loving this conversation about money and mindset and how do we get out of these limiting beliefs. And I, as a mother, and then with the background that I have, I'm a marriage and family therapist. So I am all about working with people and their minds and, and making these shifts kinds of ha- happen. And so I know that the first six to seven years is really, really crucial. And I remember one time when my son was about six years old, and he started a few months before Christmas asking him, what would you like for Christmas? The, 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 you know, the question you always ask your kids. And he had just come about a story that talked about these these magical shoes that you could whisper in the shoes. And then, you know, so that's what he wanted. He wanted these magical shoes he so could whisper into and then he could get whatever he wanted. And then I'd ask him, oh, that's great. What, what else would you like? He's like, no, oh, nothing else. Well, why would you want anything else? You don't need anything else when you have those shoes. So I thought hmm, what can I do to really, you know, get the most out of this one thing? So I thought, well, let me just, you know, buy him some shoes that that look kind of magical. I didn't want to spend a lot of money because so I found these baby shoes that were silver glittery. And then I wrote a story or a letter to him from Santa. And it was saying how, you know, when you have something that you would like, Picture it really, really clearly in your brain and then go ahead and whisper it in there. Now, the bigger the thing is, it might take a little longer for you to get there, but um, that's that's what you do. And so uh, this was a, a beautiful way to teach him how to visualize, how to um, take what he wants and, and keep it at the forefront, getting it really clear. And I, I definitely see him as someone who utilizes this in his life. So... It's, it's fun when you see that happening. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yes. Now we were talking during the break also about um, what you can do with all of this abundance that you have now created. And I know, Augie, that you do a lot of, of um, you can back a lot. And especially uh, in Nicaragua, you associate it with uh, the
2: The wheelchairs. And also a group called Share the Love. And what we do is we raise money to provide the gift of mobility to people that have neither the means nor the access. Mm -hmm. here in the U.S., it's pretty easy to, you know, get help if you need it. There's churches, there's social organizations, lots of things. But in certain parts of the world, even if you have the money, you can't necessarily get what you need. Yeah. And so, you know, we've been raising money over the last few years for the Wheelchair Foundation. We even have something on our our website at creatingwealthusa.com under the Giving Back tab, because for $150, we can literally change someone's life and give them a wheelchair. Wow. And the cool thing about this organization is it has an endowment from its founder, so every dollar donated actually goes to purchasing a chair that goes into a human being's life. And we physically give the chairs to the recipients. Wow. We went down to Guatemala the year before Nicaragua. We're probably going back to Nicaragua this coming summer and we're really excited about it. And my goal is, was to get to the point where we could do one container load a year, which means we have to raise $42,000. Yeah. Well, we did that once, and so now the goal is to raise two container loads. And so if anybody listening wants to help, please you know, go to our website, click. It'll show you how you can make a, make a tax-free donation. But the beauty of this is is literally seeing children, teens, adults, and seniors literally that have either spent their lives in bed or crawling or mm-hmm. being carried. Wow. And when you see that the talk about shift happens, yeah. Oh my God. You would think that the people receiving the chairs are transformed because they now have mobility
3: mm-hmm.
2: but the givers get so much more. I mean it gives you just so much gratitude. I've never thought about not having mobility. Right. And what could, what would it be like? So we're actually thinking of some things that we can do to help people get more in touch with the gift that they possess already of mobility. Yeah. And you know what, what they can do with that gift. So yeah, that's one of the things I believe in, in not just leaving a legacy, but living our legacy. Mm. And so, you know, if people want to learn more, they can certainly visit us at creatingwealthusa.com and find out what's going on. I would
4: yeah. say anyone who is actually grateful that they have mobility should be giving to this organization, Augie. That's yeah, thank you. I, absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah, and and one hundred and fifty dollars, and then it's even <laughs> so, yeah, tax so it free. Yeah, tax deduction. Yeah. You know, it, it's incredible, uh, when we think about what we spend money on, you know, otherwise.
2: Yeah, and it was fun because twenty-five fellow investors and their kids mm-hmm. came on the last distribution trip. Yeah. And so it was neat for them to be able to see. And it's also beginning to plant legacy thinking in these younger minds. Yes. And when these kids see this, they come back with a totally different appreciation for what they have. Because let's face it, if we're in middle school, as an example, all we see is what the other middle schoolers have that are either at our level or that we want to get to their level. But we don't necessarily see how other parts of the world exist. And so it was, it was a, an amazing experience and, you know, emotional and rewarding and just transformative. Yeah, and one other thing, if you've got <laughs> mental problems towards money, go volunteer somewhere. Mm-hmm. Serve somebody who is not where you are and you will start, you'll get on your knees and thank whatever it is you believe in
3: mm-hmm.
2: for where you are. And that will inspire you to go where you can go next so you can serve at an ever higher level. You know what? So thank you. Actually, speaking
4: of that, one of the money myths that I hear a lot that I, I talk about is uh, money's not important. Um, and we tell ourselves that usually right after we lose a bunch of it and we don't have any. Uh, but I always say to people, I say, look, if you think money's not important, that just tells me you probably haven't given any of it away. Because yep. I want you to give it to a homeless vet. I want you to give it to this uh, charity with the wheelchairs you're talking about. I want you to give it to a, a, a children's hospital and look that mm-hmm. person in the eye as you give them the money and tell them that money is, is not important. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Come back and tell me it's not important after you give to some of these great organizations. Right. So that's that right there. We can just nix that money myth right out.
1: Yeah. And so we are getting ready to wrap up today's very important talk about money. Money is what keeps us going. Money is something that we can, create a life of legacy and not just leave the legacy. I love that how Augie talks about not just leaving a legacy, but living your legacy as well as being able to leave a legacy. And, and the being able to um, donate to a good cause, um, which is the wheelchair uh, foundation. And uh, you can go again to creatingwealth.com. creating donate creatingwealthusa.com.
2: Creating wealth USA.com. Thank you.
1: <laughs> and do a donation right there. Next week, we are going to be uh, having Dylan Volk on here. He is a 27-year-old young man who has Asperger's, and he's written a book called "Bad Choices Make Good Stories." And his he's on a um, his mission is really to help other people with disabilities as well as um, as the rest of the world to know what it's like to try to figure out how the normal world, as he calls it, um, works as someone who doesn't quite understand it. So, he is quite a dynamic speaker, and I'm looking forward to talking with him and sharing what he has to say with all of you guys. So, Augie Bailoud, Josh Zepes, thank you so very much for being on here. It's been quite a wonderful and informative educational conversation.
2: Well, it's great to be here.
0: All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.